No need to whine and slimy balloons up. Have some wine and join us on the Whiny Palooza Podcast with Rebecca Green. Welcome to the Whiny Palooza Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Green. I'm a wife, mother of three, and licensed clinical social worker. I also have three fur babies at home, too. My passion has always been to help children and their families. I always dreamed of being a wife and a mother. Parents are always learning through their struggles, failures, and successes and joys. I am no stranger to this wild ride of parenting, and I know behind every great parent lies a team of supportive friends and family. I want to be part of your support system. I want you to know that you are not alone. We are in this parenting world together. Join me every week for insightful discussions with experts on parenting and marriage, as well as other parents who have found the secret to successes in parenthood. You'll learn tips and tricks to make life with your family better than ever. I hope you will follow along with me while we dive into what it takes to achieve a happy family. Okay, Ella. No need to whine and whine if it's a Wednesday. Have some wine and join us on Whining Blues on Wednesday with the Green Family. You jumped right in. You were ready. You were like, let me get this over. Thank you, honey. I appreciate you. Happy Whining Blues on Wednesday. How is everybody today? Hello, everyone. You're not allowed to make fun of me. We... I'm not. I was saying hello like you do. I love you. Dude, we had this fight last week. We and did? Yes. I'll have to go back and watch it. Yes. I'm sorry. Um. Oh, Tayton is saying she's still awake. See, Tayton? Eight you... o'clock worked better. Um, so... At least for Tayton. My, so Tayton gets up super early, and my son wakes me up super early. So we're trying 8 o'clock to see how this goes, because by 9 o'clock I'm falling asleep. So yes. bear with me while I try 8 o'clock. Um, if you pop on at 9 o'clock, and you're like, why isn't she live? I'm sorry. I tried to warn you. <laughs> I did post. Um, we're going to see if uh, 8 o'clock works. Tayton is here. Hi, Tayton. We're going to see if anyone shows up at 8 o'clock, Tayton. I think I'm confusing everybody. Hello, TikTok. Um, so we have, so that you guys know why I'm looking back and forth. We have TikTok live over here. We have Facebook live over here. And um, we're going to talk about marital mistakes. Um, so this is going to be the, here's what Seth does wrong every day. Blog. No, not at all. You know, I throw myself under the bus too. I don't just throw you under the bus. I think we have a very good marriage. And yes. what I want to say is, even if if you have a, if you think your marriage isn't great, you can work on it. Okay. Yes. You're not hopeless. Nobody's hopeless. There's hope. There's hope. If you think your marriage is fabulous, guess what? You can take it to the next level. There's always another level. We never win the game. Oh my God. Sorry, was that too loud? <laughs> it's, nine, it's eight o'clock, not nine o'clock. You shouldn't be as tired. Um, I can feel myself fading. Like I'm fading. Wait up. Wait up. Ugh. Okay, I should have had some caffeine. So let's start with Gottman's Four Horsemen. You know how I feel about John Gottman. He's a marital guru, he's a psychologist, and he is excellent through his, he's done tons of research, and he can predict, kind of creepy, he can predict if a couple is going to get divorced based on his four horsemen. And by watching them for two minutes. Okay, so we're going to talk about the four horsemen, and you want to eliminate these from your marriage, okay? So the first one, 
Seth, you're going to have to tell me how I'm doing with the first one. Okay. So we don't want to do contempt. Contempt is the worst poison for your marriage. It's the worst horseman. And it's um, name calling, eye rolling. What else is it, Seth? Do you remember? Condescending, sarcasm, mocking, disrespect. It's like you think you're better than the person. And I do not think that I'm better than Seth, but... <laughs> you know, I just throw myself back there, no, right? There's a reason. It, it no. wasn't a yes and. It was no, a but. There's you, a, you were sorry. No, there's a but because Seth tells me that I roll my eyes. You do. Okay. I'm afraid they're going to get stuck up there. So I don't realize when I'm rolling my eyes, which is a problem. Yes. Because part of contempt is eye rolling. Yes. So I am guilty of it and I feel terrible that I'm guilty of it. And I do not think I'm better than Seth. So I. sometimes. No, I never think I'm better than you. Never. Okay, you might think your way is better than my way of doing something. Okay, that is accurate. <laughs> Thank you for the honesty. <laughs> That's accurate, but that doesn't mean that I... See, look at that. You're getting all kinds of hearts and likes for that one. Okay, just because I think that I might do something better... Or, or you say it's, it's, it's not different. better, it's different, but my way is the way you should do it differently. Okay, but I don't think I'm better than you. Okay, anyway. so... Contempt is the biggest poison. Yes. If you do contempt in your marriage, get rid of it. It's the worst. She's working on it. Worst one. So I have to pay attention to when I roll my eyes. Yes. Because I don't want him to feel, I don't want to make Seth feel bad. I don't want to roll my eyes. Right. Okay. So I'm going to work on no eye rolling. Awesome. And and I will try to be more aware. I'll point it out to you. Oh, you're very good at pointing <laughs> it out. You don't have a problem with that. Okay. The next one is the most common horseman, and it is being critical, okay? So it's when we're attacking the person and not the behavior. So um, give me an example. You're such a slob. Right, as opposed to can you put your socks away? Yeah. And not leave your clothes out. Slob is a person that you're attacking my entire personality. You want to attack, you don't want to attack anything, but you want to correct the behavior, not the person. Yeah, so I need, so a criticism has a need attached to it. And if you had it. said earlier today, you were, you're a bad communicator, that would be <laughs> I as opposed to saying, you didn't tell me that you weren't, that you were not staying home the entire time the electrician was at the house. Yes, so this is a perfect example. We did it today. We did, but we did good communication. Yes, you, you, well, I screwed up and didn't tell you correctly, and then you were disappointed, but you expressed your disappointment in a, in a much better way than labeling me as a person guilty of whatever. So Seth booked the electrician to come today. Yes. And, I and said, said. I would take care of it. I she, booked the electrician. And I said, Don't I'll worry, be home. I'll be home. I'm going to take care of it. Bum, bum, bum. So I misspoke. And what I should have said is, I'll be home until you bring Tanner back from the vet. And then I'm going to work and you can take over. He didn't tell me that. I did not. That's all my fault. So it took up my whole day that I didn't expect it to take um, up. So I, it, I thought it would. Uh, anyway. Okay, so stop. I up. So stop being critical. I did not tell Seth that he's a bad communicator. Right. I did not attack him as a person. Yeah. I just said I would have liked it if you would have been more specific and communicated better about what your plan was today. Yes. I was calm and rational. I was impressed. I don't always do a good job. <laughs> but if you could do that more often, that would be awesome. Okay, so moving to stop being defensive. So That's defensive. Mine. I'm guilty of that. Okay, one so all the, the time. first two are me. 
Yeah. All three. Good. There's three that are me, Seth. I gotta work. You're fantastic. I gotta work. I am. So, I am. I. My default is to go whenever she says something, which I didn't do today. My default is to be defensive. You weren't defensive. No, I just said you're absolutely right. I should have told you I'm sorry. I think look it's because well, I wasn't critical. Right. Look how well we did that conflict. So I get you, critical, and then Seth gets yes, defensive. Yes, I do. So we want to get rid of that. Pattern. Yes. Oh, patterns are another one on the list. Patterns are another we'll one. We'll get to patterns, maybe. Okay. So, stop stonewalling is the fourth horseman. And, okay. So. I think we got the whole Carlin's family joined us. Welcome. Oh, yay. Chris and Elena are No, here. no, no. That's not Chris Carlin's. Oh, I don't have my glasses on. Sorry. <laughs> well, Chris Charles, how are you doing? Okay, so. It's Chris C. I'm, oh, my gosh. Focus. I can't focus when you're distracting me. So, stop stonewalling. So, I will get overwhelmed with emotions when we are fighting. Yeah. And I completely shut down. Like, completely. Like, it's like well, my you brain. You lash out first, and then you shut down. I don't know that. I, I, don't, I don't always lash out. Sometimes I can't process what's going on and I just That's shut true. down That's true. so I get overwhelmed and I go into my shell and I hide and Seth feels like I just kind of leave him in the dust right I am abandoned to deal uh, with the emotional trauma by myself okay so what what John Gottman the amazing marital psychologist says is that you have to have a word and a hand signal a word or a hand yes. signal that lets your partner know that you need a timeout. So like we laugh and like I keep saying pickle to Seth, that pickle needs to be our word. And it's funny, so it might make me laugh and lighten the mood. Slight pattern interrupt. And then he says you need a minimum of a 20 minute break. So um, I need to say pickle. Yes. And then I need to leave the room and Seth knows, okay, she's overwhelmed. She'll come back. She's going to calm down and then she's going to come back and be more effective in her communication. Yes. So do you do any of those horsemen? What do you think? Do any of you do any of the horsemen? I'm sure we all do. Um, we need to get rid of them. Yes. I need to get rid Banish of them. Banish those horsemen. Okay. So, oh my God, the mind reading makes me laugh. So, um, I can't tell you how many women expect their husbands to read their mind um, I think I've gotten better. See, when I was writing this blog, okay, so if you don't know, at winepalooza.com, this is the topic this week. There's a written blog. Some people so, prefer to read. Some people prefer to interact. Right. Some people would rather just read it. So, um, I used to, see, sometimes he reads my mind. When I was writing this, I was like, but sometimes he does read my mind, which throws me off. But right, I can't. Because then you gotta expect it all the no, time. No, I can't, can't expect just say, that it. That was a lucky fluke. I can't expect it because um, the more specific we are, the happier we're gonna be. So we don't want them to have to guess. Like, if I need him to stop at Wegmans, if I'm annoyed that he didn't say, "Do you need me to stop and get anything?" No, I'm never annoyed. I never expect you to say that. It just is the example. I say, if you tell me, I'll put it on my calendar every day to remind me to ask you. No, no, no. I just made that up. Okay. I don't need something. Why don't you use an example of like your birthday or Mother's Day? Okay, let's use my birthday. I used to think that I used to expect Seth yes. to figure out what I wanted and make me happy without me giving him any direction. And it used to fail miserably. Yes, because I could not solve the mystery. So um, a perfect example, I like my birthdays in the summer. I like to do a family activity. So Outdoors. I, so I come up with an outdoor activity if it's nice out. And I tell the family, I don't give the kids a choice. Do not give your kids a choice. Forced family fun. <laughs> Forced family fun. <laughs> That's the next vlog. Um, so 
yeah, so I tell my kids it's my birthday. We're doing what I want today. And um, of a word or gesture. I like that idea too, Tayton. And I think that Pickle's funny. And he said, like, get funny with whatever your word or gesture is because it'll make your partner laugh. Or at least distract you from the emotion negative of the moment. I know, right? Um, so where were we? Your birthday. My birthday. birthday. I want to go okay. to an outdoor adventure with the kids and the dog, and they're forced to come along. Yeah, and, and I don't I ask. Seafood and... And I always want lobster. You don't have to guess. I'm always going to want lobster. I'm always going to want cake. And jewelry. I'm always going to want jewelry. Like, there's no mystery to me. I'm very... Listen, I'm very uh, predictable on my birthday. Now you are. Okay. We figured out my birthday because I'm specific. So the more specific you are the happier you'll be. Yes. And if you want them to guess and you're like, surprise me, guess, just be happy with whatever they do. Right. Don't, she used to say, tell them, do it for me, figure it out. And then I'd get it wrong and she'd be mad. And I'd be like, well, you wouldn't tell me. And now I'm screwed. I'm sorry. It's okay. You don't do that I anymore. figured it out. You figured it out. I figured it out. Okay. okay. So stop not prioritizing your marriage. So Seth will say to me, oh my God, you've got the, the kids the house, work, the PTA, Girl Scouts, pets. the pets. Where He's like, where do I fall on your list? And sometimes he feels, sometimes you feel like you're at the bottom. Yes. But you don't always feel that way, do you? No, I do not. Okay, so we want our partner to feel like a priority. And we don't want to, <laughs> oh my gosh. So we, so I'm, t I'm laughing at myself saying we have to water our marriage. So I thought about flowers and I thought about how we have to water our flowers every day, just like we have to water our marriage every day. I need watering. So I have to remember to water you every day. Okay. I love this one. We figured this one out. Some of these we have figured out. Stop loving your partner how you want to be loved. Yep. So what I was doing. Yes. Okay. So so read the book, Five Love Languages, if you haven't read it. Awesome book. So what I was doing was I was trying to love Seth how I wanted to be loved, which is through acts of service. Now, I'm acts of service right now because I'm in the weeds with three kids and three pets. Yes. Okay? My, in 10 years, that might not be my love language. So I will let you know. You got to tell me if you change it. I will let you know well, if it changes, but I'm telling you. Then I can stop you, doing the dishes so much. Oh, honey. Are you just doing the dishes because that's my love language? Yeah. Oh. Did you not know this? <laughs> no, I didn't. I just thought that you saw me like completely toast. Yes. And was taking over. Yes, as to speak your love language, to help you. Thank you. Us. Thank you. I mean, geez, if you didn't care, we could just get paper plates. I would be happy with paper plates. Go to wait, let's have a nice show. Okay, but Jamie will be mad at us for... We'll for... get recycled paper plates. <laughs> we'll buy them from Bella Kids. Okay, so find out what makes your partner feel the most loved. He wants words of affirmation. Yes. I want acts of service. Find out what your partner needs. And don't assume... Yeah, she would just do, do acts of service and she'd be like, I do the dishes, I did this, I did that, and give me a list and be like, doesn't that make you happy? You're like, well, no. That's table stakes. It's just kind of required for our life. That isn't making me feel special, well, but it makes you feel special. I I thought that I was showing you love, but that's not how you want me to show my love. I did not, no. So we figured it out. We figured I it out. I have to tell you. Yes. Okay. Am I telling you more often? Oh, yeah. You're doing a much better job. Okay. Um, stop letting your hair down. This one makes me laugh. 
Um, marriage is not unconditional. Do we all realize that? Like we work so hard to like court each other and, and fall. Were you working or was I doing most of that work? Hey now, <laughs> do you, what, what was that? You don't think I was working? I wasn't doing the work. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. So we do, we court each other. We fall in love, we get married, and then we let our hair down. And we're, we're treating strangers on the street nicer than our partners. Yes, you would not go up to the stranger on the street and say some of the things you've said to me because they'd probably hit you. Sorry about that. Right. So, we want to keep our hair up. Yes, be on your best behavior as, off, as much as you can, given the constraints of life and children and activities and puking pets. Well, I think about the fact that you... Choose, you have to choose to want to be married to me every day. Yes. So I have to make you want to be married to me every day. Yeah, yes, and vice versa. Yes. Um, <laughs> stop expecting your partner to be you. I'm guilty of that one. Well, yeah, but we have... Okay, so a lot of these Seth and I have learned from. Um, we picked like the yin to our yang. Yes, we are complementary opposites. So my daughter... Ella said, you and dad are like total opposites that complement each other. So I picked my opposite on purpose. So I have to remember that and I have to appreciate that yes. and not expect Seth to act like me. Try and brainwash me and turn me into you. The polarity will be gone. He won't be attracted I to don't, me anymore. I don't want you to be me. That's a good thing. You would kill each other. So I need you to be stricter. I need you to be more logical. Yes. And um, maybe you need me to be, what do you need me to be? Warmer, more emotional, okay. softer, more loving. Okay, so we balance each other out. It's a beautiful thing. Yes. So appreciate it. Yes. Okay. Um, stop. We talked about stop doing the same marital patterns. We figured out, like, when you have a fight, start paying attention to if you have the same fights over and over and over again, okay? And when you're calm... Go back and analyze your fight with your partner. And what Seth and I realized is we're fighting when I'm upset that he's not paying attention to details. That is one of them. That yes. is one of our... So we talked about the I get critical, you get defensive pattern yes. that we're working on changing. Yes, you are a very detail-oriented person and I am not. So... Um, I'm a big picture visionary. I definitely am not as detail oriented as the, a lot as a lot of women that I know, but I'm a lot more detail oriented than you. Correct. So we would get in a fight because I thought that you were missing the details. I was missing the details. I will freely admit that. <laughs> so, so how are we breaking that pattern? Uh, you're being less critical, and I am paying more attention to details. Okay, I like that. I like that. So break the patterns because we tend to have the same fights over and over again, all of us. Um, stop talking and listen. I talk too much. Um, I'm an extrovert. I talk a lot. And in my forties, I have learned to talk less and listen more. And like Seth would be talking and I wouldn't be listening. I would be too busy thinking about what was I going to say in response to him. So I need to just listen, be quiet, digest it, and then respond. And introverts don't have this problem as much as extroverts. Extroverts talk as they're thinking. Yes. Right? So I hope that you feel like I'm listening more because I'm doing a conscious effort to talk less. I, I can tell that you're listening more. You don't think I'm talking less. I talk a lot, don't I? Too much? 
I'm not criticizing you. I do talk too much. I like to listen. Except sometimes. <laughs> oh my God. He doesn't want to hear all the details. He's a man. He wants me to get to the point. Thank you. And um, I want to listen to him and not be thinking about what I'm going to say. Um, not putting, hello, Bagel Queen, you're back. How are you doing? Are you married? Are you in a relationship? Are you resonating with any of these mistakes? Do you have kids? Let us know. Let us know if anything is resonating with you. We would love to hear from you. Not putting yourself in their shoes. If we are too focused on ourselves, the fight gets worse. Yep, you do the whole, if you had any idea what I did all day, you would never give me a hard time rant. Well, I think that when we're fighting... Maybe you feel unappreciated. We have to get outside of ourselves and we have to think... Why is this person saying yes. what they're saying? Why are they doing what they're doing? Like, get the empathy. Why are they... Do if you don't understand, ask them. Because we'll just be so absorbed with ourselves that sometimes we don't understand where the other person's coming from. For sure. Okay. Um, not protecting your marriage. So, um, this professor did an awesome job because I still remember this from being 20 years old. And I was in graduate school for social work. And he's a, he was a professor, and he did counseling, and he showed us, with his hands, a glass house. He described the glass house, and he, put, he said, put your marriage in the glass house, and don't let anybody break it. Don't let anybody get in, and negatively. Don't let anybody negatively get in. So whether it's a person, or a thing, or whatever it is, we have to protect our marriage and not let other things get in to negatively affect it. So like um, kids, in-laws, friends, right? I mean, there's certain things that people fight about. I mean, if it's an in-law. I did not know some. Okay, so when you first described the glass house to me and protecting your marriage, I thought we were just talking about like potential infidelity. I didn't know we were talking about, I didn't know anyone else was allowed in this analogy. Oh, anybody could be negatively affecting your glass house. Okay, well, then we got to kick some people out. I don't think that I don't think that we need to kick people out. I think that you and I as a team just need to protect our marriage and not let other people cause us conflict. That would be helpful. So I think that we can allow people in our lives but not allow the conflict. Don't you go live at 9. Lily, I went live at 8 because I'm too tired at 9. Oh, I didn't know she changed her username again. Okay. We can't keep up with our daughter. Our daughter is over on TikTok watching us. So. One of the 300 or some people. Um, speaking of infidelity, don't do anything behind your spouse's back that you wouldn't do in front, in front of them. So it's kind of like you know, my phone is an open book. My computer is an open book. Like I'm not hiding anything. There's no secret. There's no secrets. Like the only secrets that I keep are presents, which he already found out about. Well, that's because you used the checking account. So I would see it. So I needed to use a different credit card. I'm yes. sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's going to be <clears throat> very interesting to see what you got. It's very hard to keep, keep surprises from Seth. Because I use 
a credit card that he watches. So I it's need a, it's the I need a present. I need a present credit card. You have others, so, so just think about that. Okay, next time. I w I'm sorry that I ruined the surprise. It still a surprise because I don't know what you got that I don't already have from where you got it from. Okay, so so that could be the surprise. The point is, is that think about if your spouse is with you. The cameras are rolling. Yes. Like, just act how you would act right in front of your spouse. Like, don't spend money that you wouldn't spend in front of your spouse. Don't be with someone that your spouse wouldn't want you to be with. Um, you know, just protect your marriage and be honest. Um, I think that's it. That's 15. You did those quick. I told you I would be quick. You were right. He did not think I could do that quickly, but I did. Well, I think you, yes, did a great job. I did a great job, and I didn't check who was on the podcast this week. Go this, Tayton, do you know who's on the podcast this Friday? I don't know if Tayton is still here. She might have gone to bed. <laughs> Tayton and I are ready for bed. Um, my son has decided that he's going to work out at 5.30 every morning, and he's very loud, and I don't appreciate it. Even when he's... He, okay. Yes. What were you going to say? There are some ways he's trying to be quiet, but it's not quiet enough. He is not quiet. He is not quiet. I mean, he's not blasting music that you can hear. He's not yelling. No, but I hear. But we hear him I walk. Hear, we hear him boom, boom. He puts the boom, weights down. Boom. Boom. Yes. How am I supposed to sleep through that, people? Right. So it looks like I'm getting up at 5.30 Monday through Friday. So I should just get up and work out with him. That's a really good idea. Oh, I was totally kidding. <laughs> That's like a really good idea. Join the 5.30 club. I, you would feel so much better the rest of the day. I worked out. You wouldn't be like, uh, you'd be like, woo. I worked out at 4 o'clock. In the morning? No, 4 o'clock p.m. Oh, okay. P awesome. 4 o'clock. Do I look like it benefited me? <laughs> you need to do it earlier. Oh, my God. So. Four hours earlier. Okay, so. Yes, you look like it benefited. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear if, um. Emma Luth. Oh my God, Tayton, you're amazing. She did. She went and looked. So Emma Lou Penrod is um, on the podcast, the Whiny Palooza podcast this Friday, and she's talking about resolving family conflict. That was her topic. Conflict without contention. Oh yeah. And um, you're going to love it. She had great examples and we can learn from her. And thank you, Tayton. And um, I would love to hear what mistakes you think you're doing in your marriage, what you're going to work on, what you think you're doing right. We love to hear from you. Um, listen to the podcast, please, on Friday. Oh, I forgot to pick winners. Yeah, didn't you have a challenge or a Oops. contest? I was supposed to announce winners, so forgive me, I forgot. I had a busy day. So, um, we just had our March Madness Whiny Pooza Mom Facebook group challenge, and I forgot to pick winners. So, I will go do that. And I will announce them in my group. Feel free. You can't. It's private. Right. So, they can't go find it. They have to message you and you can send them a link. So feel free to message me if you would like to join the group. It's free. And I will invite you. And anything else? Oh, my book. And I'm not holding it. So I can pretend. No, I'm not going to wait for you to get it. Um, the second Whiny Palooza book, Whiny Palooza Gets Less Whiny, is on Amazon. So I would love for you to get my book. And I appreciate you watching. And uh, anything else? Thanks for watching Whiny Palooza Wednesday. Are you coming? Oh, she's coming to sing us out. She's See, 8 o'clock is better. 
Eight o'clock is better. She's look at how much more awake we are. Thank you for watching Whiny Blues on Wednesday with the Green Family. Thank you, everyone. Have a wonderful week. Thank you for tuning in to the Whiny Palooza podcast. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. While you are there, leave a review. I love to hear your feedback. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.